month of Kislev, we continue learning sponsored by the Brenners, by the Deutsches, by Mindy Berad, this week by Amalia Nechama Garcia, by Zahava Engler, the Norman Shapiro, and by Yeshira and Svi Edelman. We're also, we're also learning today as Shoshana's grandmother's your site. Please remind me the name. Chaya Yitta Bat I wish I could say good morning. It's not a good morning. It's a horrible morning. And I'm, as you know, I can never pretend to just go on and learning. Mm-hmm. It happens to be the Torah that we're learning. is obviously all addressing what we believe the Avodah, the work, the soul work is for this time in life. Especially the Torah that we're learning right now, which you'll see when we recap and we'll continue, you'll see in a second what, what I mean. But it's, a, it's impossible to say that this is a good morning. It's impossible to say this is a good morning. Um, I'll share with you right before we started Avinu Malkeinu right now in Shul. I just begged everyone to understand that Avinu Malkeinu is not hopes for miracles. When we say Avinu Malkeinu, it's not, we're not hoping, we're not davening for a miracle to take place. Avinu Malkeinu, just make it all happen. Avinu Malkeinu is basically saying, Ribbono Shalala, Master of the World. Avinu Malkeinu, through the revelation of my soul, the godly soul that you placed in me, Harem Keren Yisrael Amecha, lift up, lift up, Am Yisrael. Avinu Malkeinu, Harem Keren Meshichecha. Avinu Malkeinu, lift up, you know, go, go bring, bring it up, bring up this Mashiach, this Mashiach light that we're all anticipating for. Avinu Malkeinu, don't freak out. Avinu Malkeinu, Nekom Nikmat Dam Avadecha Shafuch. Through revelation, revealing my soul, which is your, the godly soul that's you, the godly soul, the, 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 so far the three Yidin that were killed this morning, and, and three more fighting for their life right now, that part of you was kivyachol removed from the, from the world that we're in, that we should collectively understand that there needs to be such a clear, clear deterrence in the form of nekama and our oivim and our enemies. So someone comes up to me and says to me, well, you think it's all just a kiddo? It's, it's you? Like you yeah. should, we should have the schut to do it? We should have the, we should be the ones that, that act out. And I said to the person, let me ask you a question. There was another Avinu Malkeinu. It says, Avinu Malkeinu, Parnasa, Barach Aleinu, Shna Parnasa Vechalkala, right? That we should also have, so that means that you're just telling Hashem, Avinu Malkeinu, may it just all rain down, just all the money just come and rain down on us, as, as tempting as that sounds to, to happen and want it to feel. Thank you. Avinu Malkeinu, let it rain, let me just, let's just let money come pour down. No, Avinu Malkeinu, direct me towards what my, what my God-given talents are, that I could do something in the world that can refinance my family, Right? You hear? It's not, a, it's not asking for miracles to happen. It's Avinu Malkeinu, please, me, I, let me, let me be the best version of me so I could, I could mefarnes my family bechavot. That's an Avinu Malkeinu, right? So what's the difference between that and saying Avinu Malkeinu aseleman harugim Hashem kotshecha? One is just Hashem does and one just we do? What's, what's the difference over there? My of them. There's no difference. Any of them. Avinu Malkeinu, wake us up, say one second. Shnia, this is right now a bilbul in the Am. There's such a, there's such a confusion amongst the Am because of a very, 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 you know, a very, very heart-twisting emotional roller coaster we're all on with the Chatufim coming home. And as much as we're so besimcha, they're coming home. You have to understand, these two B'nai Mavet, the two Yishmaelim that killed three of our brothers and sisters this morning, 
came from a town called Tzur Bacher. We just released back to Tzur Bacher seven murderers. Mm-hmm. This reality, this, this, mm-hmm. this reality, this coming, mm-hmm. this is meeting us. It's meeting us right here. And derech. there's no way that, that anyone would actually think in today's day and age that for the sake of a better world for our children, that we can continue to divide the two and say, well, the, you know, the big stuff, Hashem, you just do a miracle and just poof, make it happen. I mean, how much, are, how much are we davening that when the people that are making decisions about dealing with their enemies, that David Melech Yisrael is the Ruach that's in that room with them? David Melech Yisrael has to be the, the leader of this war. Not, not, the, not the, 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 the sweet Yidin that are try, trying to the best of the ability to bring us to a place that no one has succeeded in 75 years. David Melech. How much are we davening? David Melech is in the room of decision-making. And until then, until then, so I have to become David Amelech. You have to become David Amelech. You have to become Dvorah Nevia. Dvorah Nevia. You think Dvorah Nevia would, would, would <laughs> allow such a metziu to take place? Dvorah Nevia, Barak bin Avinoam. Anyone that we've ever learned from and looked up to in the Torah? It's so, so removed from the questions of left and right, Baruch Hashem. It's so about. Nishma Sam Yisrael, just Nishma Sam Yisrael. Pashut Melod. Simple. Simple. Obviously, there's so much more to say, and there's nothing to say. There's so much more to continue right now, and there's nothing to say. I feel like I haven't shut up, and I also feel like I haven't, I haven't even begun saying anything. But if, but if I'm a Torah Jew... And I have a siddur, and I have words. Like they have to actually come off of the page and, and go into my heart and start to really activate something in me that I ha- hasn't been activated before. And all the learning we do here in this Beit Midrash has been for that exact focus, that all the stuff that we may know, the information we gather, that they become activated in us, and they actually are po'el, they do something to the functionality, not just of what I'm davening for, but also how I'm acting. We are reaching a place within the Am that it's going to be a Mila Hashem Elai moment, you realize. It's going to be like this sooner or later. There's going to be a moment that someone is going to get up and say, Chavra, en lanu po afechad, en lanu milishayim. The army is busy right now in these days of rest, making sure that they're wiping off graffiti that were written on Arab houses in Gaza. Anachnu adayin in terms of running the show. It's not David HaMelech yet. But the decision-making, it's not David HaMelech yet. It's not David HaMelech yet. David HaMelech, David HaMelech, if you look at David HaMelech and everyone should, I, I know he's not, what's, what's with Eli teaching now? David? What's with Eli Michelle teaching now? David HaMelech? David HaMelech. I'm encouraging everyone to go to that shir. It's, it's just learning out the Tanakh, learning out the David Malka Meshicha, the spirit of, the spirit of true, true warrior. Listen, uh, and I'll tell you, everything I'm saying is because our children will never forgive us. Our children will not forgive us if we think that any level of this can continue in any form. They won't forgive us, and I hope they don't. I hope they don't have to forgive us, because I hope we're going to say to them, listen, we were here. We were alive when this was up, and we didn't, we didn't, uh, we, we didn't allow it to continue. We, we, we did not allow it to continue. We didn't allow it to continue. Torah that we've been learning from Rav Kluger is a big revelation about the power of speech. A very important revelation of the power of speech. That's been the big one. As we learned last week, it's not just that what differentiates us between us and animals is is or dibur, right? Dibur, even learning. We're going to start on Dav Chafhei. Those of you that have a safer Dav Chafhei. 
anyone, are there any more extra copies there? Does anyone need? If anyone needs, it's, it's Kedai to look inside. What differentiates us, well, I, I'm, I'm not going to speak louder, you guys got to come closer. I'm sorry. And it's, it's such a, you got to come closer. I'm not, I'm not going to talk any louder than this today. And there's plenty of room up here. Bemet, come, come closer, come closer. So this is very important for us to finish this parak from Rav Kluger, from his Torah, his Torah is Geula. You see, if we really can adapt this type of Torah into our lives, which is the Torah of Geulat HaNefesh, redemption of the soul, redemption of the soul, I'm telling you, we would be so less confused, not just about personal stuff in our life, but also about Nishmas Kal Yisrael. We'd be very, be very, very less confusing. The last thing we learned was how the power of speech, which, which yes, differentiates us from the animal kingdom, is not just that I could talk, and it's not just that I have Bechira Chofshit, but what is speech really there to do for me? What role does it serve? Rabbi Pluger was telling us, the name of Rabbi Nachman, there's a whole teaching on this, the Daber, Dabar is a manhig. Speech, the power of speech, is actually leadership also. Because when I speak through what I'm experiencing, when I speak through the emotions, what ends up happening is that I have an ability to be mavdil in, between not just Kodesh Lechol, but between, I have, an, I have another copy here, but also between who I, what I want to do and what's happening to me. Like we said last time, those two circles of between what's happening in the world and what I want to be, and, and, and what I want to be. Which usually people think, but that's impossible. I am the experience. What's happening is who I am. And our ability to remove ourselves and then make a choice whether I want to continue to be in this situation or not is freedom of the soul. That's what, that's what humanity was given. That's what B'nai Enosh were given. And of course, to connect it to the times that we're in, a 75-year-old generation of, of Israelis have accepted this is the situation. There is no removing myself from the situation. What it is here is what it is, is what it is. But the geula of the nefesh, when I use my words to explain and differentiate <coughs> the situation in front of me, I say, well, I see that this is what it is right now. My choice, my bechira, the leadership that comes through my words, speaking this out, is asking me, do I want to continue to be in this metziyut? Comes this other side and says, you can keep on talking about this all the time. But this is what it is, and it's never going to change. Like people always say, this is what it is. No one's going anywhere. That's not true. That's not emet. That's not true. It's like someone that's in an abusive marriage and saying, this is what it is. None of us are going anywhere. And those abusive marriage, marriages continue to be abusive. The, the, the thing we have to remember is that we're not married to Ishmael. We're not married to them. So when I start to stop and be like, wait a second, this is the reality. But this is my, my words have to lehanigoti and say, I know that I'm a peace-loving person. I know that I'm the real seed sparker, the one that's really looking for shalom, that's been looking for shalom all over the world. And the mitziyut says to me, but this stays like this, no matter what. This stays like this. Where does my koach abechira, where does my power, where does my strength of making choices begin to show up? So without the tools of geulat nefesh, which is what we're hopefully going to be learning in this piece, activating places inside of us that simply are not activated yet, because no one showed us how, no one told us about it, this is what we're going to be hopefully continuing to discover through these teachings of, of a person that, that, that is living this. I, I, I honestly, I don't think he does, but I, I wish he saw women. Because I wish you could, you could I don't think he does. Um, but I wish, I wish he did, because it would be, bring me such joy if you could, if you could meet the person we're, we're learning with. I don't know, maybe he'll, maybe uh, behind the machitza, I don't know, but I don't know, we'll but I'll, I'll definitely try, that's for sure. I'll definitely try, because 
Uh, it's, it's, this is to, to learn Torah from someone like this that's actually alive. It, it's a very big thing. It's a, we'll see. Bezrat Hashem. Well, you're bringing him to us, so thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, we can go further. Okay. So in the bat, and in, 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 in Hay on the left column that you have over here, it says like this. But you, it's, it's a little bit different on where, where I pointed. Me'ata Yuvan. שבבוא הספרים הקדושים לתת ביד האדם את ההסתכלות הנכונה על עצמו, now it will be understood. When the Svarim HaKadoshim come to give within man, woman, the proper introspection, the proper way of looking at ourselves, the proper way of looking at ourselves, למען יביא את הכוחות הפועלות בו כאחת, in order to bring all the different strengths that I have within me, all these sides that I have within me, to work as one. This is what we were learning last week. One of the first things that we're learning is that all the Svarim, and especially this Sefer, is giving us the understanding that I don't have to be this. And when I say this, I mean the experience and the reality that's placed in front of me. I could disconnect myself from it. Now, I'm just saying, this. everything I'm saying is so much easier said than done, like to the millionth degree. But the, the power, and he's going to show that this is really what the Baal Shem Tov was trying to instill within people, that this does not have to be my experience. The reality does not have to be my experience. All this farm give us the ability... Be'emed, like he says over here, lehitnatkut. I can actually disconnect from whatever is happening to me. Lehitnatkut ma'atzmo. Yecholet lehitnatkut ma'atzmo. An ability to stand outside of it. U lehashkif pnima el tocho. And then to look inside what's actually happening to me. Like, remember, which person in the Tanakh did we learn that this is actually his introduction to a godly relationship? Avram Avinu. We were learning. Rashi tells us Hashem took him out of him and said, you know, what you're going through and everything, there's a way to go outside and then look inside and say, do I want to still be there or do I want to go somewhere else? Not, and this is only not just about disconnecting from bad things. We also learned that when good things are happening, but you're not certain that this is exactly for you, there's a way to go outside of it, to observe it, and then make a decision, yeah, I do want to stay here, I do want to continue and grow here more. Personally, that's happened to me amongst different, by being by different tzaddikim over the years, of asking myself, like, I know there's something very holy going on here, it's not mevurar, it's not so clear that I, this is for me. So there's this avod of, like, okay, so let me go outside and remember, the whole thing's about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and I know this is something holy, but Hashem gave me the Bechira, I'm not a servant to any, anybody or anything but you. Do I want to choose to still receive from this fountain? Do I still want to go here? And some of the most powerful moments in life have been, I don't want to continue here. And it doesn't say any, and I'm not walking away with any bad feelings about the tzaddik or the derech that I was hanging out with. Does that make sense? No, not so much? Has anyone ever had to do that? Yeah, yeah. Some heavy stuff. Meaning if when I leave that place that was maybe good, but maybe not good for me, and all I'm left with is saying, oh, I can't believe I was there, mm-hmm. then that means that you're still running away. It doesn't mean you really got into your neshama. You just know what to disqualify. Mm-hmm. It's like someone that remember, he goes on Shidduchim and he's so happy after like three weeks of dating and he comes home and he's, his parents ask him, why are you so happy? He's like, oh, because I know that she's not for me, 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 she's not for me. Why are you so happy? He's like, at least I know she's not for me. Yeah, but what's for you, you know? Like, what, are you, what are you finding out that is for you? So this power to disconnect ourselves from the experience can go both ways. It's a very, very deep avodah. It's not, not so simple. יכולת להתייצב מחוץ הלו ולהשקיף פנימה אל תוכו. To pull myself out from what I'm going through, in order to understand what I'm going through, 
in order to know how to judge what's good for me, not people, what's good for me, and what to choose to continue for me. This sounds like freedom, no? This sounds like, it sounds like Geula, no? A little bit? Like if I could actually do this all the time? Sorry? Yeah. Yeah. When he had that choice, when he made that choice, right? And Rash, I think it was Rashi that said he sold his room of Yaakov, and Rabbi Shlomo says he sold his room himself. As, as a father, father. yeah, yeah. So it seems like yeah. it's like a moment of like taking himself out and. Right, because he had the greatest excuse to say, "Listen, what do you mean? This is happening to me. Mm-hmm. This is obviously also happening from God, because everything's from God. He's placing this before me." I'm in it. This is what I should do. Wait a second. Putting myself out of it. And the Gemara, the Gemara says there that he looked, at the, he looked at the window. He actually looked away from her and looked at the window. And in the window he saw, I love that parish, a vision of, of, of himself and that himself as a father would never have wanted to fall in this thing. And I, I used to, I used to, this was interesting. I used to do a lot of Shabbos on college campuses, and I would, I would have something with the chevra on Friday nights after dinner. I remember one specific time this happened because I knew that these guys are going to go party like animals right after the Oneg Shabbos, right? Most of them. It wasn't like one of the heavier former places. I know these these chevra were going to go party Friday night. So I said over this Torah about like you know. The greatest gift is to be able to take yourself out of a situation that you're about to do and ask yourself, would the father, the future father in me be able, want, want their children to know that this is what I chose to do? Right? That, and that's like Yosef Atzadik. And then I would end off and say, okay, everyone, have a <laughs> good Shabbos. <laughs> and, then the fa- and then everyone looked, <laughs> everyone looked at each other and they, yeah, thank you for the Chavez, you know. <laughs> you could become really yeah. socially unpopular by living this way. Yeah, most people do. Yeah. <laughs> it's also referring to yeah. in your own head, no? Yeah, mainly. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, mainly. All the events that happen to you. The events are, are, the events are an easier them. way for us to make choices, but because that's a choice of I do this or I don't do this. The choosing how I think about myself is is really the ikar of what he, where he's leading us to, which makes it even much harder. Nachon? 100%. Klomar. Ha-sfarim ha-kdoshim ha-melamdim et ha-adam mahu. The Holy Sfarim really teaching a person who they are. Kegon ha-derech she-alach ba-sefer ha-tanya, b'chelko ha-rishon. The way the Tanya begins. Lelamed li-yehudi al-dvar shtei ha-nefashot ha-sherbo. What's the altar Rebbe doing? It's coming and he tell you, let me tell you something about you. Let me explain to you why you're, you're mostly neurotic. Let me explain to you why that's like, why, why it's like that. Why? Because you're not one. <laughs> there are two things happening inside of you all the time. Therefore, it's so much more important to emphasize the da'at that comes from being able to articulate what I'm going through Dargat Adam Ha'elyonamikol, which is this supernal, this is like the supreme person who's able to use their koyach adibur, tet gilui ubitui that can give a revelation and an expression to their soul. I have to share with you. Yesterday I did a session for a mission that came from uh, somewhere in the states. I'm not going to say where. It's funny. Yesterday someone said to me, "What do you call a group of Jews that are coming that come on missions?" Right. So. Admission. What's you say? Admission. Yes. Oh, admission. No. Missionaries, but I don't want. It's just cute. It's just being cute this time. Al derech atzchok. And I was, and they wanted a session on. Uh, they had just come from Kfar Aza. They spent the morning in Kfar Aza and Beiri, and they came and okay, Shlomo here. <laughs> oh, God. So, I gave over to them. I explained to them why Rabbi Nachman believed that, like why he really believed that in order to be a chassid of his great-grandfather, of the Baal Shem Tov, you have to have commitment to Hitbodedut. Because if you look at Rabbi Nachman's explanation of the purpose of Hitbodedut, Rabbi Nachman says, Lefaresh sichato, 
you can give a perish to your own chatterbox that's going on all day long, which will lead to a gilui nefesh, meaning that you will be revealed to you. And then I said a weird statement. I said, I, mean, I said, you know, most of us think that we know ourselves just because we've been hanging out with ourselves for 30, 40, 50, and it was like there were 80-year-olds in there for like 80 years, right? But just because we've been hanging, with, hanging out with ourselves for all these years means nothing about if we've actually been, re- if, if the real us has been revealed to ourselves or not. So I, they looked at me like I was crazy, obviously, in the beginning. But I said, but think about that for a second. How much of you do you think you know about yourself based on the chatterbox that's going on all day long? Rabbi Nachman says, Shlomo HaMelech says, Nafshi yatsa bedabro. That says in Shira Shirim, right? That means, my nefesh, who I am, who I really am, comes out bedabro, when I start speaking. Nafshi yatsa bedabro. When I start speaking to Hashem, when I have a session, what comes out? The real me. A revelation of my nefesh, who I really am. It's such a clear distinction between those that are under the impression they know themselves based on hanging out with years of feelings and emotions and thoughts and even actions based on what they do. But Rabbi Nachman believed from his great-grandfather, the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, that the way that we have the chance to know who we are is actually by speaking, the power of speech, which like we learned is really the way a person leads themselves. That's how I lead myself out. And I said to them, if you think Shachrus Mincha and Marev and Tehillim is going gonna, is gonna to be enough of a vessel for what you just experienced right now, don't kid yourselves. Don't kid yourselves. There's no way. And I'm not telling, and the Rav of the Chavra was there with them. I said, Mechila, the Rav, like, I mean, I'm not telling anyone to not daven anything, Le'efech, daven more, Tehillim more, but Tehillim and davening is not enough, especially now, to give a perush to my inner chatterbox. It won't, it's not enough. And like, even for me, it was the first time that I actually looked at Rabbi Nachman's words on Itbodudut after so many years, and be like, you know, I think, I think this is also why I personally have been struggling the last few, last week to do Itbodudut, because I realize I'm petrified. I'm, I'm actually petrified of doing Hidbodidut right now. I am. But then I realized, like, said, Hashem can handle that too. And when you come back, you'll say, you know, I'm waiting here for you. I get it. I get it. And this is why Rav Kluger is stressing Koach Hadibur. Because, like the Tanya says, this is what's happening. You know, the Tanya likens, uh, remember the first time I learned, which parak is when we talked about Yaakov and Esav? The beginning, yeah, beginning, right? Like bet or gimel, right there, right? Second, Second parak, right away. I mean, I mean, this hat, this is like one of the, I guess, <laughs> the one time you'll hear me quote like a movie that I could use, like Lehalos Bigdusha, is that from the first time that I saw that Tanya that talks about that Yaakov and Esau are like a wrestling match. In my mind, I always have one of the scenes in one of the Rockies in my in my mind where it's so clear that there's someone good and that there's someone bad, right? But that, and then I and now he's, he just explained to me, and that's actually both you. <laughs> Meaning, mm-hmm. not it's you, it's happening inside of you. It's not that the bad, in my situation, it was Mr. T in Rocky Three. it's not the bad person is there. And you're in here battling alone, it's actually the Bad wrestler is here, and his whole job is to train you enough until you actually beat him. And then until you beat him, he looks like he wants to kill you. And then when you beat him, he winks. He winks. He says, now I did my shlichus. Right? That's all happening inside of us, constantly. That's, that, that's all I'm that, That's what we're doing here. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. While you're speaking to Hashem, you know the the 
initial response I would say is no way, there's no chance, you know. But I don't know. I I think I've seen times that it does. Is that what you're alluding to? W- w- explain a little bit more. So the, the Rebbe addresses that, and he says, and he says like this, this is in Tenyana Tzadikhe, I think. He says, you may come to a Hidbodadud session, and you're going to, I'm just going to borrow our terminology, man, and realize you sound like Esav. Now what is Esav? In lo live, right? It's just kochiva yadi, it's just power. So Rebbe Nachman says, if you stay consistent with it, um, eventually some dibur of emet, even if it's one word, is going to blast out. So, because it would be too easy to exempt myself the moment I identify Esau in my Dibur, and I'm saying, ah, Hashem doesn't want this. Right, but it's not even, I'm not even saying that Dibur is, Hashem, how could you do this, any of that? It's not that. It's like, no, 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 I know, I know. The right things, can, can, can. Like that's how I understood it. That, that's how I understood it. 100%. I, I didn't understand it the other way. Hashem, how could you do this? It's not an ace of sound, in my opinion. I don't think that's an ace of voice. I think, Hashem, how could you do this? Is, is Moshe Rabbeinu, Lama Hareota La'amazeh? Yeah, what other Rebbe gave us the place to go there, huh? Rebbe Nachman gives us the place to... He's not even the place, he's just saying, just remember that Moshe Rabbeinu's Ditzbodidus was Rebbe Shalom. Why would you let babies burn to crisp? That's Moshe Rabbeinu. So he says, eventually, one dibur of emet. He says, I just saw this. He says, basically, the dibur that you'll say to yourself, en polev, en polev, yesh porak, kilu, I'm saying the right things about en polev. He said, eventually, lev will, 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 will burst out. If you stay consistent, that's the thing. If you keep on coming back to it. You know, people think, like, uh, you know, he's, people will hear a Breslover and say, he spoiled us. That's that. That's all you have to do to be a breast lover. He let them off easy. Do you know how hard he's spoiled us? Is it's it's one of the hardest. Not just to like start doing, but to continue doing. And at the same token, when you finish it, you would say, "I'd never give up these precious moments for anything in the world," even though it's it's that hard, like Cliff says, because it really is that worthwhile. Because it really is the most worthwhile thing in the world. What we're saying over here is that this koach adibur, koach adibur over here is the tool in order for us to have a geulat nefesh to actually make decisions and lead us in directions and places that we want to be led to. Hard? Very hard. Um, optional? What do you think? you think we can keep on giving on this Yiddishkeit? No. 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 What is Simply the, the mouth, the tongue, like what I use to form words, to say things. Through the most powerful expression. That our tzaddikim have already clarified for us this is a a yesod mutzak. That means like a concrete fundamental principle. Ubariya chatichon. That's the inner plank that went through the Mishkan. The, the, the Tanya speaks about this too. That's Yaakov Avinu. This inner plank, the bariya chatichon, hamavriach mina It's that thing which holds everything together. The expression of the soul through words holds you together. Keeping it in our minds and in our thoughts all day long, thinking we understand doesn't hold you together. The expression, finding the words to express what I'm feeling, what this, what this, is, what this scenario is causing me to do, is, is, is holding us together. Why? Because it's a revelation of my nefesh elokit. It's a revelation of my godly soul. To connect man to his creator. Through speaking words of prayer to Hashem. He is not referring to Mencha. Just want to be clear. <laughs> He's not referring to Mencha, and yet 
it all the, you see, all anyone that really got into Yisbaidus knows, I need to daven even more minchas. Like if there could be two minchas a day, I would daven two minchas a day. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you feel like, ah, davening's nothing. It actually puts everything in order. You save, you don't have too many expectations for Shacharis, Mincha, and Maya because you stay focused on the way Chazal set up for you, how a Yid davens in this world, right? But then, there's like, but what about all those things that aren't in the Siddur? And even the stuff that's are in the Siddur that I want in my own language. Well, that's what Rabbi Nachman said. Yes, of course. That's why you have to do this. That's why you have to do this. You see, maybe if davening became what Chazal maybe hoped davening would be, there wouldn't be a need for Yitbodidut. For instance, we've spoken about this at least five times that I remember. What's the most intimate romantic word of davening? Ata. How many times do we say that? In Shmona Yisrael at least, right? So, if Ata was Ata, before I then proceeded with the Baracha, maybe there'd be more of a gilui of the nefesh, revelation of the soul, every time I made a bracha. But since normally, that's not exactly the way certain people still don't daven, then I need, I need, what is, is basically, whatever, however long you want to, it's ata, it's like, what, what, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to ata. Like, I'm going to this chamber called ata. That's really what it is. I'm going into this room where this whole Hashem thing is is intimate. It's it's you know, Rav Kook has a lot on this. And in Mamar Hador, I'm like I'm relearning it now, and Rav Kook is showing us the pesukim he chose is there. He, he says, let's come back and bring back the door that can't see Yiddishkeit in the way it's been given over from the older generation. El Beit Imi El Cheder Horati. Now listen to this. He says, if we can bring Yidin back to Beit Imi, like the loving comfort of a mother, but then Cheder Horati, uh, it's a little bit uncomfortable to say this, but just take it on the highest level. What's Cheder Horati? The place where we were all conceived. That place, if we could bring Yidin back to realizing they came, Torah came from there. Torah came from love. It came from one. It came from Hit Kashrut. And, and give over a, a Yiddish guide that that's what it sounds like to them. That everything we're giving over to them is Ata moments. He's saying, trust me, you'll see all these kids that ran to communism and socialism and Zionism and all the isms, they'll, they'll all the isms except Judaism, right? They'll, come, they'll actually come back. They will. They'll come back. Dibur, what Rev Kluger is saying over here, Dibur is the tool to bring us not just back to have this relationship with Hashem like this, but even a relationship with ourselves. And this, this sounds bizarre, an intimate relationship with ourselves in a real way, to get to know what we're, what's really going on. And most importantly, to give it bitui, to give it an expression. To give it an expression. That's, that's the key here. Uh, Zalman once said, he said, the generation suffers most from spiritual constipation. <laughs> I think that's what he, what he used. Like, there's so much, but there, there, we have so many things, but it's not, none of it is none of it is coming out because no one get, no one taught us the mm-hmm. tools how to how to express it, how to let it out, mm-hmm. right? And it's in the it's it, we we have access to all these farm and now we just have to learn it and, and activate it and do it. Okay, lehalani archiv bezrat Hashem sheadam inom etziut achat bilvad. He'll explain. What we're going to be learning is that man is not one reality. Mechulak Each of us is mechulak to do different things. Mashpia and mekabel. Or vikli, light and vessels. A giver and a receiver. Each of us. Now I know generally speaking, when we speak about zachar and nekeva, we usually say, okay, zachar is mashpia and, and, uh, and nekeva is mekabel. That's true on, on some level. But he's saying those things happen actually within each of us. Is this or the kelim, a receiver, a giver, light, and, and wrestles to receive the light. Mashpia and mekabel. This is what he, what he is doing. Is mamish Rabbi Nachman, psychology, like, if you want a term that could like, <coughs> relate to people, this is mamish like Rabbi Nachman, psychology 101, to explain what he was really aiming towards, what he really got to us to. 
and anything that a person goes through, anything that we go through, even what happened to us this morning in the streets of Yerushalayim, even then, there are two ways, there are two ways how I live through the, this experience and how I mitiaches, how I relate to it. I can relate to it based on the levush, the garment of it. I can relate to the outside of it. Or I can relate to what it is in, on, a, on, a, on a soul level, right? We're going to give an, we'll hopefully give an example in a second. We see here the possibility to separate a person from what's happening to them. From what's going to them. Now again, I can separate myself from what's going happening to me, and then I can look at it from the outside and say, I'm going back in. Well, what would be a good example of that right now? Listen, it's horrible to experience what's happening over here right now. For my health, for my mental health, for everything, it's horrible to experience what's going with what's happening right now. I have to separate myself from what's going here right now. My children need a strong email. Whatever, whatever the reasons are, holy, legitimate, it's still, it's still reasons, right? And then I could choose to look at it a little bit clearer and realize this is about you, Hashem Mitbarach, and not about my personal pain. This is your Ben Bechor, being Mushpal. This is about your son, your choice in the world, that you chose Am Yisrael, you chose Eretz Yisrael for Am Yisrael, and your decisions are being desecrated in the world. And then I go back into it, but I go back into it with the pnimi of it. I'm more now in the inside of it. Bless you. It's not just the levush. The garment of it is that this is torturous. The garment is that it's torturous. I want to kill them all. That's the garment. The inside of it is saying, wait a second. If my whole mitzvah in this world is about making your name bigger in the world, and this is clearly, clearly a desecration of your name in the most obnoxious way because it's being done in your name, which is the most perverted part of this whole thing. So, But only once I go out of it and then I look at it like that, then I can choose. And when I say go in it, I mean be part of what's happening. I mean, like, I'm not talking about the individual action level, which is also mevorach, but I'm saying to live it, to be in it. You know what I'm talking about. How many of you have tried to like that Netflix series the last two months and it just, it did not, it, it, it didn't do a thing. Because the whole time you're watching what you think you need to watch for your mental sanity, you, we're at a stage that the, the, these things won't really work. They don't really work if you're living here. So again, Mikana Efsharut Lafridita Adami Mamorotav, La Soto Omed Michutzalahem, to make me stand outside of it. Since I realize I'm made of two things, etzem v'levush, etzem v'levush, the essence of me and a garment of me, mevin she'etzem mashu yachol lihimatze chutz le'meorah. The real me can be discovered outside of the experience, u'lamatzav, and to what I'm going through, u'misham lehair el shar chalakav. Rav Kluger, this is very, a little bit hard, but I'm going to try to explain this. Rav Kluger is saying, we always think that if I just get in touch with my emotions, I'll know the real me. That's going to put a lot of people out of business one day. It's not true, actually. The emotions, quite often, are the levush. You, read, you understand? The emotions are actually, quite often, the garment. The etzem, the real me, is not even necessarily my emotions, it's first my ability to move away from feeling like someone else is controlling the way I'm feeling, speaking about it, discovering that that's my etzem from the outside of whatever the sipur is, and then going back inside to the story and working from there. I know we're talking really high today, but this is just what it's demanding of us. Uh, is, it, is it coming? Do you have any questions on this? 
ask it. It's like the IFS thing that, I don't know if you saw, Yossi Jacobson had um, a thing. Yeah, yeah, what you sent me. Yeah, yeah. Um, And they did it, the IFS guy, Internal Family Systems. So he deals with trauma, but he basically says exactly this. He says there's all these different parts of us inside, and then there's the self. And and yes, you could send like brought out how it exactly mirrors what the Tanya says. Right, right. So that's should send it out to everyone. I'll send it out to everyone. It's a very important piece. Can you give a concrete example? Safe environment. No, I'll I'll just tell you what you did. You said something out of a four minute thing. The first four minute thing was like two weeks ago, maybe. I don't know. I'm. That's okay. I was completely freaked out. Okay, I said to Charles, "Advice." I'm completely freaked out. I don't. I don't know what you're referring to. So one of these four-minute things where it's just you and the wall, and in four minutes you said some of the most horrible things I've ever heard in my life that I've been trying to avoid for the last month. So I'm I'm doing the whole avoidance thing. Right. Um, it's not like I'm not davening, and it's not like right. I'm not. Right. But I don't feel like if I can. In other words, I'm out of it, and I'm not going anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. I know it's there, I know it's horrible, but I don't want to know any more than that. Do I need to know any more of that in order to do this? You, you need to know what, what you're feeling. Right. You need to understand what's going on with you in order to then come back inside to the extent that you need to come back inside and be part of what's going on right now. Okay, so to I, stay outside the machane is not, is not permissible for anybody, but this works differently for each, each, each individual because Baruch Hashem, just like we, each of us here look different, we also have very different vessels and different kalim, and we, we have one collective soul, but Baruch Hashem, we also have individual souls, too. The, I, I don't know what you're referring to, so I can't... I can't... About probably the, the, the piece you did where you talked about your relationship with the person who was in the army on the top and the, what he gave you in terms of the power of one-for-one, kalim, and... People who are no, coming back. No, about that one? You gave some pretty gory descriptions of a couple of things. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. It's okay. I, no, no, no. It's but, it's more than okay. I I really don't apologize. I know. No, like at all, at all, at all. But I, I just I'm trying to. Uh, but I want you to remember something. Each person is going through what they're going through right now mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. But that's true about everything in life, mm-hmm. right? What he's trying to teach us here is not. Be in everything, feel it all, then go outside of yourself, do a check-in, and then make decisions to go out. Ba'asher husham, wherever you're at, wherever you're at, but just don't lose this opportunity to have a gilui of your nefesh at this time in life. The way I have a gilui of nefesh at this time in life is moving out of there, of the emotions conducting the way that I'm thinking, which I know, like I said in the beginning, is sheer is nearly impossible, but it's possible. And then from there, after having an atah session with Hashem, choosing how I'm going back inside Nishmas Klal Yisrael. Okay? Is there anything else? Not yet? You scared everyone, Mindy. (laughs) Or I did, I don't know. (laughs) If if this is that level, without any detail, then, then that's enough to make the, the framework from which we want to step out and then decide what we want to do about it. Right, like the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. Like the Red Cross uh, documenting Auschwitz in 1944. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we're ending off with this, with the Baal Shem Tov. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Zeri. Ve'yuban b'zeh divreya ba'al Shem Tov. She'yibiyam ba'sefer HaKadosh told us Yaakov Yosef, as you all know, the first sefer of Torahs we have from the Ba'al Shem Tov was from his Talmud. Some of us were privileged to be at his kever. They told us Yaakov Yosef of Polnoy. And he writes like this, Shamati nimori b'shem Ramban. I heard the name of the Ba'al Shem Tov who said the name of the Ramban. Klal gadol b'darkei ha'adam li'itnaheg bahem. Ben bidvar mitzvah, ben ba'asakav. This is a general principle of how a person should conduct himself, whether they are just uh, involved in doing a mitzvah or whether they're in, or, or in business. 
אם ירצה לקיים, if he wants to fulfill what, what it says in Mishli, בכל דרכיך דאהו, that I know Hashem in all my ways, which means שיהיו כל מעשיו לשם שמיים, that everything that I'm doing is לשם שמיים, לא להנאת עצמו, and not for self-enjoyment, even davening לשם שמיים, even like, what's, you know, this is a, it's, it's a tricky thing, because so often the things that are meant for לשם שמיים, it's really because I, I, I enjoy it more than it's לשם שמיים. Does that make sense? Okay, who wants to give an example? Something that I, if I have to think about it, I'm enjoying it more than it's being about שם שמיים. Friday night, yeah. That's an easy one, yeah. But other one, like, there are, there are a bunch of these. There, there are a bunch of these in Yanim, right? Like what the, what the house looks like on Hanukkah, the first night you light, for instance, you know. Or, or let's face it, Purim. <laughs> there are moments, not enough. There are moments. So Baal Shem Tov says like this. Something comes, something happenstance. Something happens to come, a, an opportunity happens to appear. And your soul feels like he wants to do it. What should you do? Remove from yourself any self-enjoyment you'll have from the matter. If you end up doing it. We're not speaking about something... Uh, Pasul, or treif. That's obviously, right? He's talking about even, you know, Davka, something that's like, okay, a business deal, or he's saying even a mitzvah, right? Remove from yourself for a moment any personal enjoyment you'll have from it. And when you're looking at it and you're saying, if I do this, I may not receive any excitement, joy, or benefit from it. As yaskil, You'll become a much, much wiser person and you can easily find all the conflicting sides of, of what's in the matter, of what you're about to do. This is such Tanya talk. And to do a birur on finding the middle way over here, which is how it's right to choose. I'm gonna, by the way, I know this is very complicated. I'm going to give a good example in a second. If you should do it or not. Or you choose not to do it. You'll become so much wiser when you remove from you the personal benefit you may be receiving from the thing that you're about to do or not to do. Meaning you'll not just become, you'll not just make the right decision, you're going to become a much deeper and wiser person that's more connected to the real godly soul that's within, within, within all of us, which more clause I have to give you a clear example because it's a very high thing, okay? Imagine like, and this is really also in Kedusha Slavi in Korach. He says something similar over here. If I get a call that there are eight Yidin in Montana, not cowboys, like Yidin, right? Eight Yidin in Montana, right? They're in Montana, They're, they're watching the news right now, and they're heard right now about Am Yisrael, or Eretz Yisrael, for the first time, and they, their mother or their, gra- or their great-grandmother on the farm just revealed to them, by the way, right, Mar- gra- uh, Grandma Mary, it wasn't Mary, it was Mariam, or whatever, right, it was Miriam, and we're actually all Jewish people, right? And they, at that moment, say, oh my God, we would pay anything, or even nothing, it's nothing to the point, if someone came right now and did a Shabbos for us, experiencing Shabbos for the first time, and I get the call to come and do Shabbos, right? Rebbe Levi says, how do you know if you should do that Shabbos or not? You only should go and do that Shabbos if it's clear to you that if anybody else would go and get the result that you hope to achieve with them would happen, then you can go. But if it's about you being the one that can then show on Instagram, look what I just did, you can't go. But it's the holiest thing in the world. I know, but there's Hana'at Smit. There's Hana'at Smit. There's a lot of... The, it's, it's, the ego's too much in the way there. Even if it's something so holy. So some shittas say, like Chabad would say, get over yourself and just go and do it. 
Polishay Hasidus is different. It doesn't doesn't put enough trust in a person that they could ever get over themselves. You know? <laughs> basically. Basically. What's that? Nachon. Instagram is an easy example. You could only get an anatomy without the Instagram. Instagram is just an example of this door. 100%. Nachon. What were you saying, Esti? I mean, like, sitting down and learning gives us great pleasure. Nachon. Gathering can give us great pleasure. So you can really get stuck in that. Okay, is this the Shem Shemayim? Or am I just becoming a more emotional whole pe- person? And but he's not saying to not daven. He's not saying, oh, if you detect any Hana'at Smit, stop. He's saying you could find the Hana'at Smit in there, but if that's overriding more what the purpose of it is really all about, which is to bring Nachat Ruach to Hashem, you have to check in with yourself. You still have to do what you have to do, but the way to do it best is if it's really about Hashem. Right, what's motivating you? Which is, like, I know I'm going to feel better after I daven, so I'll daven. Or I'm going to daven because... Because there's something bigger going on here than just my personal enjoyment. Listen, in a, I mean, this is going to sound insane, but that's the tikkun of the modern Zionist state, right? The modern Zionist state had so much hana'ah atzmit of independence. Of, it's even in the anthem, liot am chofshi be'artzeinu. That we had no choice. We were just we just finished 1945. We had no choice. We had we didn't have like we're learning on Sunday mornings. There was no uh, Omer. There was no Zman Havra'a. Like we had to just act like that, right? But when the Baal Shem Tov is saying over here is that when you can mafrid yourself, your emotions from what the job is at hand, right, and then still choose to do it afterwards, even though you know you're going to get Hanaat's meat, but it's clear to you that it's something you're still choosing to do. Do it. He's not saying not to do it. But you may come to a conclusion in the situation where I don't have a chiyuv. Davening for a man, it's a chiyuv. But getting a call like that from Montana, it's not a chiyuv. I have no chiyuv. There's no chiyuv on me to do it. And if I know, hey, listen, my friends, I have friends that live in California. I know they could do the same exact, they'll get, they'll get just as high of a, of a Shabbos. I mean, not just as high, but they'll have a great thing. I can come to that conclusion and say they should go. It's removing my emotions from such mm-hmm. excitement towards the thing and saying, but what's actually the emet of what should happen right now in this moment? Mm-hmm. Like he said in the beginning, we're talking about very high levels, but it's basically tools to separate us from being controlled by our emotions. It's tools to help us stop identifying ourselves just by our emotions and learning to identify ourselves much more through the expressions that are coming out of the revelation of my soul to me. That's a very important thing. Identifying the real me through the expression of my neshama, through my mouth, that results in meeting Hashem, that it results in removing myself from ki'ilu being, being, being controlled by the world. Who, feel, who here has felt they've had any control about how they feel in the last two months? That's been one of the greatest milchamot. You almost feel guilty. You feel guilty even if you have a little bit of a control. I do. I do. It's, it's the sitra achra. It's mamash the sitra achra. I see a guy jogging. I'm like, chutzpah. Right? <laughs> it's really jealousy. Like, <laughs> but it's, oh, no, during the year it's jealousy. Now it's jealousy and also bemet. I'm being serious. It's like chutzpah. You could jog now? Really? Ah, <laughs> wow. I didn't know. We're not <laughs> What's that? No, no, I'm not. Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. Jenny. Jenny, listen, listen to what I'm saying inside. I'm not it's no I'm saying how ridiculous I sound. You don't have to protect them. I'm talking about how ridiculous I sound. But that's a voice that I have in me because of a demented reality where I feel that we don't have shlita. Like, like I can't, I can't, I could just do this now? Wow, I wish, I wish I was like you, you know? What do I know about that person? They may have lost two people. <laughs> they may have lost a child six weeks ago. It's nothing to do with the person. It's my projection in living in a world where I'm, I'm controlled by... Emotions which should not be 
the way that I can discover what's really going on inside of me. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying over here. Well, one, you ask my wife <laughs> at this time in life. Because he's saying if it excites you more that you're going to be a Rebbe, then maybe you have to, ch- maybe check in, remove yourself out from the feeling of becoming a Rebbe and look at it from the outside. You may still go. You may still be a Rebbe because that's what they need. But if it excites you too much to become a Rebbe, mm-hmm. then remove yourself from there and then look back inside. Mm-hmm. Clear? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just finish this up. I know we're a little bit late. We're just going to finish this parak. This is not easy. Uh, like, I mean, thank you. Of course. This is not an easy mitziyut. Since I know my reality is not just one unit. You know, I start to realize, wow. I start to really detect Yaakov and Esav more and more and more, and I'm like, I'm like Rivka, you know. Lama Zeanochi. They're both inside of me. Achen mitbarelo ma peshera mitcholelimo. Mi moshchol echan, mi lesham madua. But really, even though I realize that what's happening inside of me and who's pulling me here and who's pulling me there and why, I'm asking to always be one from the two. Like I want, the, the, the more I detect that this is happening inside of me, the more I consciously choose Yaakov, the chilek elok amimal. I get angry at the other side. I don't want that in me. Let, let, let go of me. And this Rav Kluger says, is the whole avoda, it's what the Tanya says, is our whole avoda in this world. This is the war. This is the war of this world. This war, he sowed kol mishberei adam. This war, of Kluger says, is the secret of all the crisis you and I have ever gone through. Vegalav, its waves. Ta'apuchotav vegaluyotav beno leven atzmo. All the internal seesaw flipping over emotions that are happening inside a person and himself, ule beito, person in his home, ule savovav, that happens between a person and their environment, ule tzetzav, children, orav, parents, gufo, nishmato, bekono, meaning everything that's wrapped up, everything that causes us a turmoil, in, right? Everything is wrapped up in this thing of that I'm not able to differentiate and pull myself fully away from the two sides in me that are in constant battle. Therefore, the person and also like the chevra that are, I've reached this place of shanti, you know what that means? Right, it's more like, uh, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they're like the guy, they trigger the jogger uh, thingy, right, also like, you know, because you, because you don't believe that, they, that, that, that it could really exist. Because why? Because you don't believe that it, really, it could really exist in you. And you see someone else doing this, like, there's no way this person, this can't be. Like, the things that we can't really believe we could ever achieve, we look at someone that's, maybe they're there, maybe they're not, but that's what they're portraying, and we right away judge it because we say, ah, it can't be. Can't be. Achsod geulata nefesh. Rav Kluger says, but the secret of the redemption of the soul, when the real, not the levush, the etzem, the essence of me, it comes close to to make shalom with all the different parts of me while I'm in this world. Even though we're so separate, this only happens when the or and the kli, when the etzem and the levush, here I'm going out of Yaakov and Esav, when the two parts of me, mashpia and mekabel, the one that gives and feels like a rebbe, and the one that receives and feels like a nebuch, when they both mevatel themselves to a light that's bigger than just or and kelim, 
guf and neshama, levush and etzem. He says, the, 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 the harmony that, that can start to happen within me is that the all of me goes into a world of bittel. <clears throat> now the trickiest thing is though, is that when I'm in a state of giving, it's the hardest for me to remember that it's the giver that gave me the ability to give. And that's why you have to keep on checking in with yourself about how good you feel after doing good things. Like we're going to the core here. Like we're going to the core on all levels. Like check in. I mean, I've had a shita when I was doing a lot of concerts. I always, I never, ever, ever stayed after the concert to say hello to anybody. Ever. Uh, because I realized early on that the satan is right here. Right here. Dafka, right after the concert. It's right there. Now, the highest avoda is not to run away. The highest avoda is to actually stay there. Is to actually stay there. One of my friends from the band Zusha gave me a great. Yeah, I'm so so proud of them. They're here now for a few days. He said, when they were getting really big, like those days when they first started, the mama there, my boys. Remember, I was on the phone with them all the time, trying to give eitzes and adracha and. And because I, I believed in them so much, I met them. They were they were, they didn't have a band yet. They were just these guys I would hang out with. I I don't know something about their krechts of their neshama. I believed in them so much, and I I was really I was really pushing them like crazy. And then they start. Then it was like okay, they they started hitting it, and it, it things started work growing for them. So I asked one of them. I said, Zchaya, how do you like what what's pshat now? How are you?" Is this the same schaya? Like, what's happening to you now? Not not judging, wondering. Like, how do you deal with it now? You have all these people I see coming up to you afterwards. My God, you mom has changed my life. You, you wrote a song like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to have people coming up to you telling you that. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, no, it's, it's, it's very simple. He said, I have a basket that I, remember I said this once? I have a basket next to me on stage that whenever it comes up to me and says something about me, I put it in the Hashem basket right next to me every time someone says something. Huh? So helpful. You said it years ago. It was so helpful. It, it's, it, 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 was, it was really beautiful. It's mm-hmm. Hashem basket. It doesn't mean you think less of yourself. It means you think less about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the key. <laughs> it's not that you start... If it, anava is not, you know... Anava is not... No, I'm really... Like you have sometimes people that they're about to speak at a, at a function and they get all these tishpachot before them and they... They, then, then they start the first 10 minutes saying how much they're ashamed. <laughs> and everyone, anyone that says that you realize those are the people that probably think the most of themselves and they have to say all these bad things about themselves in public, you know. It's not that. It doesn't mean when you put it, when you have an Hashem basket next to you at all times, if you're doing something in the world, it just keeps you aligned, mamash right there and not getting confused over here with, with, with anything. Anyway, as you could see, the world of Rav Kluger's Torah is, a, is unbelievable. And it's very demanding, it's very beautiful, it's very powerful. But if it could help us not be completely controlled by our emotions, to believe that it's possible to actually find an expression of our emotions outside of from what we're going in, from what we're in, and in a more, in a more powerful way, I think that that's something that every one of us wants, which is called Gilbat HaNefesh, Karval Nafshi. Nafshi Yatzabedabro. Nafshi Yatzabedabro. We have a lot more to do, Bezrat Hashem. By the time we meet next week, there'll be hopefully, 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 only good news. Nisim Gluim. Revealed miracles and a wiping out of a bunch of people that need to be wiped out from the face of this earth. Amen.